recording, bitch. Alright. And we will clap in. In. One. Two. <laughs> Sorry. One. Two. <laughs> uh, take three. One. Jesus. Two. Three. Clap. I hate you. Take <laughs> the clack up with the hate. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hello and welcome to episode 7 of Talk Good, a comedy podcast that talks good. I'm Corey Faust, and joining me as usual is Brandon Carroll. Hello! And Red Martin. Howdy, y'all! <laughs> and we're talking good about some video games and some other things and some, some music and some stuff that we've been doing on the road. We're traveling a lot. There's people we're running into... You're gonna love it. You're gonna hate it. You might even make love to it. It's gonna remind you of your second marriage. Welcome to Talk Good. This is all scripted. This is every single bit of it. There's not a single improvisation happening. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. We we just we get a very vague idea and then we forget about it and then we just run with the rest of it. Um, Sounds like this entire podcast. Yeah. So what have we been doing? Let's let our listeners know what we've been up to. Uh, well, sir, I uh, just really two things. Uh, and I think Red might say a little bit about it as well. Got to play the Rick and Morty VR game on 420. <sighs> so jealous. Suck so jealous. my dick, Corey. <laughs> it's How is it? amazing. Oh, it's, I bet. Uh, I, I see, and I should have collaborated with you beforehand on this, Red, because I feel like I might say the same things you're going to say. Uh, it's probably the m most well-done VR game that I have played with yeah. all of the experience I have in VR now. I've played four games. But it's the <laughs> best one that I have played so far. And it's there's so much shit to interact with. It's it's like you get to walk through the portals. You get to interact with the stuff on Rick's shelf. You get to, uh, like, you can pick up the mace and the demon mask off of his shelf. And you mm -hmm. get to fuck around with the time travel stuff. And uh, you get to... There's so many different in-jokes, and it's hilarious. And, like, when you die, you go to purgatory. Oh, my God. There's just way too much shit for it. <laughs> and I love I love what they do. Um, I don't want to ruin anything for anyone, but I just love when you go towards a door where you might go into another part of the house, and you just go to grab it, and the doorknob comes off. <laughs> like, it just pulls out. And if you look at the bottom of the doorknob, it says, get your fake doors here. Oh, yes. No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They didn't even notice. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. See, that's See there's so much shit. There's that's, so much shit. And the game, yeah, the game definitely rewards you from ju for just grabbing anything. Just g walk around and touch everything that you possibly can and pick it up and look at it and try to use it. There's... That's awesome. Infinite possibilities, and like they they used very cool mechanics in the game. Yeah. Too. Oh my god! Like the your first time you get to step through the portal, you're immediately out on the uh, satellite around Earth, and you just get to look around and you see Earth floating right next to you, and so you get to take that apart, and then obviously steal shit from the satellite. Yeah. <laughs> you come back, and you know you fix uh, Rick's computer. But um, what was the one thing I wanted to say about it? 
it, it oh instead of having a me seeks in the game you have a you seeks which okay. is this little grenade thing and so it's in the same box as a me seeks but you press the button and it opens up and there's this little sphere inside of it that looks like a me seeks head mm-hmm. and so one of the one of the parts of the game that you have to get through is uh rick ends up getting this random thing delivered in the driveway and you can't get to it obviously the way that the game is set so you have to take this you seeks and you throw it out and it'll actually interact with you and mimic exactly what you're doing in the game so the way that you move okay. your head the way that you move your arms the your hands it's going to do everything that you do so you actually have to interact with it and it's like a little puzzle and you have to throw the thing back to yourself okay it's that's cool fucking amazing i love it <laughs> Love that game. It's oh. so cool. And and I I bet it's just got Royland just droning on with constant like just freestyle <laughs> pretty much the there entire is, time. Definitely. There there are way too many things in that game that, <laughs> like like Red said, I had no idea about the doorknob, but there's this random shit. Like you'll pick up the little demon head off the shelf and put mm-hmm. it on your head, and it just it's these two horrifying voices talking back and forth about we want to sing you the demon song <laughs> it's straight from hell and it's just the most god-awful music but it's very very improvish and yeah, yeah it's stupid game if just buy a buy a computer buy an hdc5 just get this fucking game. <laughs> that's the whole point of having this thing oh yeah my god. it's definitely the best the best vr experience i've ever had was definitely. rick and morty it, it actually, in a several days before the game came out, I actually bought, uh, I played Accounting, which is a game that okay. came out from, from Justin Roiland. Yeah. And that game was super fun, very unpolished, and you could tell that it was, because um, it's basically you're just standing in a, you barely get to do anything. You kind of just sit around and just laugh at the Justin Roiland doing funny voices the whole time. Yeah. And okay. uh, Which I can do that anytime. Yeah, but all the characters are just wacky and zany and have stupid voices like him. But it's only like 20 minutes long, so it's like you're an okay. episode of something. Okay. Rick and Morty, I still haven't beat, and I've spent at least an hour or two in it, two, three hours maybe. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. You don't really realize how how long it's been because mm-hmm. things just go on continuously. Mm-hmm. And you're just in this little garage, and then you're in a portal, and then, yeah, you're all over the place. Well, that, that's... I, do that's lo- a- I, I, I wanted to say just one thing... Because you can constantly, you have a little watch on your wrist that you mm-hmm. can constantly look at, and it'll pop up, and Rick will be there. And if you do it too often, like, Rick will just come back on, and he'll start laughing. It's Justin Roiland just fucking laughing at you, going, what, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to play the whole game for you, Morty? <laughs> what do you want me to do? Figure it out. Figure it out. That's come great. On. You can figure one thing out. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, God, that's um, awesome. And then I, uh, the other thing was, is I finished Westworld. And that oh, nice. show is fucking nuts. That's a fucking insane show. It's it's good, right? It's, it's real good. It's damn good. It's, damn it's good. real good. So many dicks and so many boobs and just all just, the, they're all robot boobs, robot dicks, robot all the tits and dicks. Hairs. It's all yeah. the tits and dicks that you could ever want. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. just uh, that's the season finale is just it's just robot tits and dicks just falling from the sky. <laughs> That's the yeah. new world. Just shot creating. out of tits and confetti cannons, except it's tits and yes. dicks. <laughs> no, it's actually shot out of a t-shirt cannon. And they build a whole stadium filled with robot <laughs> yeah. tits and dicks. Yeah. They're just shooting tits and dicks at the tits and dicks. God damn it, someone else talk. Yeah. <laughs> 
well, I've been playing uh, a little bit of some of the same things I've been playing. So I jumped back to Zelda for a bit. Uh, I jumped back into Persona 5 for a bit. I still haven't beaten either of those. Um, both very long, just massive games. But um, I've also played played quite a bit of um, this game. It's a, like a remaster. It's basically just a reskinned version of another old game called Wonder Boy uh, The Dragon's Trap, which I think it was like an old NES game. I never heard of this one before, but then I just, I don't know, I kind of started playing it because I really like the new art style that they have with it. It's, it's all hand-drawn. Um, it's just very, it's just very nice to look at. Uh, the the gameplay mechanics of it itself are kind of dated, you know? They didn't really change anything. It's just kind of, it's just literally just a reskinned version of this old-ass game. But, um... But it's kind of it's kind of fun. It's it's a breath of fresh air, I guess, because it it doesn't really tell you what to do at all. Um, you have to kind of tackle things a certain way because you got to find new abilities and new upgrades and stuff in order to go to certain areas. So it's got this like Metroidvania type play loop. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. It's not for everyone. Um, the reviews on it are kind of mediocre. I think it's got like a seven out of ten overall. But um. Yeah, I've been enjoying it in the art. I like the art a lot. It's hand-drawn, very well done. So it's neat. And it's also got this cool thing where, like, while you're playing the game, you can press the right bumper. So, like, at any time, kind of like how, like, the Halo um, Master Chief Edition, you can, like, in the middle of the game, change it from, like, how Halo 1 looked to how the remastered looks. You can do that same thing for this game. So, like, at any point in time while you're playing, you can make it look like the NES version of this game. Or you can go back to the hand-drawn version. And you can do the same for the music, too. Because, like, they remastered all the music. They did it all with, like, actual instruments, violins, you know, um, just a whole bunch of... They, they did all the music all over again. So if you click down the right stick, you can, at, at that point, either listen to it back in its, like, old 8-bit, you know, retro era. Or you can press the stick again and go back to its modern sound of that same exact song. So it's really cool in that aspect. Holy but, shit. um... But yeah, just been having fun with that, getting frustrated with that, and then playing a, a very, very little bit of uh, StarCraft, so the first one. So that's nice. That's, uh, that's that's pretty much what I've been. Oh, and uh, been watching YouTube videos for Ultimate Epic Battle Simulator. Have you guys watched seen any of those? No. Yes, yes, I have. No, I have not. Yeah. Please, please go into detail. I'm interested. That game would melt my computer i do not have a strong enough computer to power that at all but i'm um, basically like the videos let me just get this out of the way after watching these videos i hate youtubers officially youtubers oh, are yeah. just awful they're just they they turn on this like this whole uh fucking radio Persona. personality yeah just like hey guys welcome to the youtube channel we're gonna play some epic battle, <laughs> it, and it's just awful. It's fucking terrible. But is it, is kids it YouTubers it. Kids or is it? it uh, yeah, kids love the shit out of kids it. Kids fucking um, love the shit out of that. <laughs> what is what the fuck is the name of the streaming gaming channel? Oh, Twitch. Oh, oh. Game app. Twitch. 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 Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is it YouTubers or is it Twitch? Well, it's I've kind of that it's, obviously it's with kind of synonymous like, now. I mean, they're like if you're. When you're on your off time doing YouTube, then you're Twitch streaming kind of thing. 
that's what they do. They switch back and forth for the most part. But anyways, these that don't let that take away from the actual game itself. You should watch these videos okay. and just kind of like try to tune these people out as best as you can because it's kind of kind of fun to watch. Like they'll put like like one of them they simulated um the battle of like the 300 Spartans against against what was it the the Persians? Is that what it was? The yeah. Persians? Persian Empire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they simulated that, and it's this massive scale. So, I mean, they just have, like, the little, the 300 Spartans, and then they have tons and tons and tons of Spart or uh, Persians coming in and attacking. And it's so cool because it, it, like, simulates it in real time. It shows the whole thing happening. And then you eventually just start seeing, like, bodies and bodies of Persians just, like, pile up. And they're eventually fighting just on what's a mound of bodies that have been accruing and, and there's other simulations too like um like lord of the rings uh battles with orcs mm -hmm. and humans what? and yeah it's actually really cool i recommend you looking it up some of them are pretty pretty cool uh, i definitely don't have a computer that could that could handle this otherwise i'd be doing it myself but um but yeah that's what that's that's also what i've been doing okay nice Watch i this. um I uh, went to L.A. this week and shot a music video, and it was uh, painful. Uh, <laughs> at one point, I was at, I was on a rotating table that was going counterclockwise at like eight miles per hour, which doesn't seem like nothing, anything. But when you're spinning, in standing, a single spot, and also, and I have a camera on me, and I have to be able to play this thing and spin <laughs> headbang in the opposite direction. I thought I was gonna die. I thought I was gonna die. Right in that moment. Holy fuck. And I thought they were gonna have it on camera too, because the whole time you're like, don't have a blooper. Don't don't fall in your fucking ass. Because <laughs> we had a crew of people and I'm just gonna fall in front of like fifteen people. Yeah. Just, yeah. I didn't fall. I didn't fall. That's good. But uh yeah. I'm so proud of you. It was, Thank it you was, for representing. You're obviously not only representing yourself, the band, California, uh, but also this podcast, and we thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I didn't fuck it up, guys. For once, I didn't fuck it up. Uh, that's great. That's great. And uh, in video games, I've just been playing nonstop Overwatch. I really haven't found another yeah. game that I enjoy as much as Overwatch right now, just because the competitiveness of it. It reminds mm -hmm. me of like back when I'd play Halo a lot and play competitively it, it makes it so any other game feels hollow <laughs> have you been playing the um the the new event that's out yes yes how is it's that super... I, I haven't touched it i haven't touched it yet it, it's okay it's super fun to just have something else to do i wish it wasn't mm -hmm. an event i wish they just added it to the game mm -hmm. but um which they might do. I mean, they last time they had an event, they added that game mode to the game because people liked it so much. Capture the flag. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know. I, right now, I like my favorite thing about the game is just finding a character that I really hate and just despise, and then just playing them for a couple weeks straight and just getting yeah. good at the people I hate because that is usually the best way. Just because I also know how to take myself out because I've had it happen countless times. Yeah, with the same exact character. So you just. Uh, I don't know, it's really fun. The game offers a lot because there's so many different characters to try to master. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I was up to. I need to play as Genji more because... We all do. Yeah, we all, we all do. <laughs> there's only a select few people who play as Genji and for some reason they're fucking amazing at it. I, 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 don't, I don't know how that works. Anyways, let's, uh, let's move along. That's what we've been doing. 
And uh, let's go into um, a little recurring bit. What have we been doing on the road? Hitting the road again? The road hitting again? Hitting the road, hitting, hitting that uh, stereotypical cliche Willie Nelson song. That's what we've been doing. <laughs> what we've been uh, doing. Yeah, so uh, I believe this one we haven't done for Talk Good yet. We, we did this no. one for Not Another Critic. But uh, these are some good stories that we had. Obviously, Red had the best one with the uh, the donkey story, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you haven't heard that, you got you got to dig up that NAC episode to hear that. Yeah. So, I think it's called Red the Donkey Slayer or something. Yes. Something like yes, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Google that. I guarantee you, that's the only thing that shows up. I hope that's the only thing that shows up. Uh, mm, oh. Yeah, you might want to Rule go into 34. private browsing for that, just in case. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Control-Alt-N for anyone who needs to know that. Um, so, yeah. So, it seems that I'm going to be the only one with a road story, but uh, that, that we're going to be able to tell in the podcast. But <laughs> this weekend, this past weekend, I ended up going down to San Francisco and uh, went down for just a rowdy old good time. And got down there on Friday night, <clears throat> and we took the BART down, thank God, because we were, we had a, uh, you guys know Kirkland's, right? Mm-hmm. Good old Costco brand. Mm, yeah. Yeah, did you know they made vodka? Yeah. Guess what? That comes in bulk as well. <laughs> it was a what? gigantic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're big ones. They're big ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, trying to cart that around in a giant <laughs> pink makeup bag, which is essentially what it was. Yeah. I was carrying that around in it. Also a Moscow mule tin, also weed, also it was birthday weekend. So um, <laughs> drinking that gigantic bottle on that, check into this gorgeous hotel, go upstairs, proceed to among six people down that entire bottle. Go out on the streets, we went all over the fucking place. We went to Chinatown. We went over to the Tonga Room at the Fairmont Hotel. We were... So you could... We were very drunk by about (laughs) 8 o'clock at night. And uh, this is when... 9 o'clock, maybe 10 or when things start to get a little hazy. When I can't tell you what what the actual time was, that that should tell you something right there. (laughs) Uh, Was so drunk... And we were out of cigarettes. I decided to just walk up the street to go to a little uh, corner store. And now, this story is hazy. I thought I knew the story going into it. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, shit. Mm, there's some, Yeah, I probably started blacking out at this point. So, go to the corner store, get some cigarettes, come back out. Walking down the street, guy comes up to me. He's like, hey, man, can I bum a cigarette off you? Uh, that, this is what his voice sounds like to me. <laughs> I'm not just making that up. Um, but I'm like, yeah, sure, man, what's, what's going on? And so we bullshitted for a little bit and he's like, Hey man, I just want to let you know, I just, I need a couple bucks, man. Look, I'll, I'll look, my house is like a block away. We can go there. We can drive there and look, dude, I'll just suck your dick. I'm really good at it. <laughs> I'm, I'll take good care of you. And then I'll just bring you back, man. I'll just bring, where are you staying at? Where are you staying at? Where are you at? right Where, now yeah. what do you want to do with that <laughs> and i was like ah oh, man you know it why does this never happen with women <laughs> <laughs> or why does this never happen with someone else around to verify this also <laughs> yes also yes uh yeah so so that gentleman and i he got it slightly so you let him suck aggressive. your dick right <laughs> well that's the, well, you just ruined the story 
He's just really, that's the moral of the story. Is always it carry matter. some change. Always carry some change. Always carry cash is really what the <laughs> yeah. moral of the story is. <laughs> no, he uh, he got very like uh, hands on. Oh, not on my dick, but on my shoulder, which is okay. where I keep my dick at. <laughs> no, uh, no, he was like. He's like, hey man, no, it's it's okay. And I was like, uh, sir, you know, I I I sincerely apologize to you. Um, look, you have a great looking mouth, <laughs> uh, but I am not a part of that persuasion, my friends. So enjoy the cigarette. That's the only thing you're gonna suck of mine tonight. And I'm gonna go back <laughs> down to the bar, and uh, you have an excellent night, sir. Versus. That could probably be the best interaction for something where I was maybe almost skinned alive. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. Because now looking back on it, I'm like, I was super drunk. Like most of what I just said was made up. Because yeah. I, I just remember his face, but I couldn't tell a sketch artist about it. So it'd be completely <laughs> worthless. Like, how good does he suck your dick? It feels like you're skinned alive. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually how he skins you alive. He just sucks all my skin off my dick. That's where he starts at. That's where you keep most of your skin. (laughs) The sketch artist just keeps talking. He's like, so how tall was he? Well, he just wanted to really suck my dick. Yes, yes, you've said that. He was about waist high. He was about waist high, He was about waist high. (laughs) Oh my God! Could you, yeah, yeah? Could you so. pick them out in a lineup? <laughs> could you make them all just kneel down real quick? <laughs> yeah, yeah, kneel yeah. down. Well, I need to see the tops of their heads. Yeah, this isn't gonna work. Yeah, this is gonna work at all. Oh, oh my God! God. Yeah. So um, and then I went back to the bar, and then okay, here's where my memory starts to really fade out. <laughs> And someone had to remind me, walk into the bar, I can see the bar. And then someone's like, hey, let's get going. And then I was like, okay, well, you got to finish all your drinks. And then I finished everyone's drink. And then I don't remember what happened after that. See, this moment when you walk into the bar and it starts getting getting blurry for you, that's not only the alcohol. That's your brain coping with what just happened to you. (laughs) So it's like (laughs) repress, repressing this information. Repress, (laughs) repress. Oh, my Uh, God. Yeah, so uh so <laughs> yeah, that was my that was my very eventful weekend in yeah. San Francisco. And then to follow that up with Red showed me last night uh 40 to 60 teens attacked the BART station in Oakland <laughs> outside the stadium, right? Yeah. Rushed the fucking BART station, ran into the train and just started robbing the shit out of people and punching them, and I was like, "Oh, well good." I, t- I took that train about an hour or so before that happened. So that's very, very good. Oh, yeah, that was horrifying to learn that. Comforting. Don't take the BART, kids. Yeah. Don't take the BART. That's comforting Unless you want to know free the, money uh... by, you know, if you hit people, they'll give you money. <laughs> but you also be a teen. Also be a teen if you're going to take BART because then you can just punch someone in the face. Wow. We were wondering about, like, who could get together 40 to 60 teens. I was like, fucking Shredder. Shredder. <laughs> it was a... <laughs> It was. I was, was going to say a viral marketing like thing a, on behalf of Michael Bay, <laughs> like they a were public smoking reenactment si- of warriors or something. I don't know. 
they were smoking cigarettes and hitting pipes against uh, <laughs> arcade machines, and yeah. they dressed up for some weird reason as a baseball team, and they <laughs> painted their faces. I don't, I don't know why, but that's what the gangs do in the future, I guess. Oh I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, that's... So just to tie everything all in, that's fantastic. Carry cash on you, and <laughs> when you ride Bart, be a be a teen with. 59 of your friends yeah always have some kind of face paint for some reason ready to use so you can uh blend in i guess next up that's what a we're little, moving to are we are we <laughs> talking about do are you just talking about blackface <laughs> no that's not anyway digital was... drops digital drops what's that all about Speaking Corey? Of blackface. <laughs> jesus christ Little Nightmares is coming out April. <laughs> yeah, you're goddamn right. You're goddamn right. This podcast just in turn turned into a big one. My God. Uh, so Little Nightmares comes out April 28th. That's on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. That game looks fantastic. I wrote a little, just a little tiny little preview. Excited. Hee <laughs> hee. I'm so excited for this game preview thing like six months ago. But mm -hmm. um, that I'm so excited for that game. It's going to be... You're playing like this little tiny, almost doll-like character. I'm not sure exactly what you are, but you are trying to evade all these fucking nightmares. Uh, you just, just, just watch the trailer. That's that's the best I could really say to describe this game. It looks like a okay. Tim Burton made a nightmare video game. Um. Yeah, and I was reading some of the uh, some of the reviews for it. It's getting pretty good reviews right now, and one of them was saying like they literally had a nightmare, like had awful nightmares after playing this game. So I'm like, okay, oh. yeah, I'm excited. I'm really okay. excited to do this. Uh, right. <laughs> next up, uh, same day comes out Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. So for all you fans who had a Wii U and then got a Switch, you get to rebuy this gym <laughs> um, <Nintendo. laughs> yeah. um so yeah i'm excited for that uh i owned it on wii u but i never really played it but that's because you know the wii u was just this god-awful fisher price toy um so i'm actually kind of excited to play it on the switch and then the the big kids fisher price toy yeah the... <laughs> <laughs> no it it's it's, it's it's like an actual price console. Toy. It's painted black. It, yeah, it's yeah. an actual console. Oh, I have a I have a delivery. Mm. Sorry. It's DiGiorno. It's it's not DiGiorno. <laughs> hey, bottoms up, everybody. Oh God. Oh God. I never want to see alcohol probably until tomorrow. Ugh. I never want to see alcohol till tomorrow. That's a great <laughs> fucking. Uh, where was I? Senpai oh. Corey, what's going on? Yeah, what's up, Corey San? Mm. Yeah, we're gonna just. He doesn't know. He doesn't know how to stay here for a little bit. Yeah, let's clap back in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Definitely so want you to listen good. to this later. I just oh I God. needed just a little pick me up. And next up, Tumble Seed out may 2nd for switch and pc this is a fun little indie roguelike where you play as a color of a seed no navigating from one end of the map to the other but you must tilt the controller and roll your character out of harm's way you gotta pick up upgrades and you gotta navigate <laughs> the world's harsh environments 
Because you're a seed, and you don't want you don't want shit to happen to you. <laughs> Oh it looks, my god. It looks like a lot of fun, guys. Don't let that get you down. This it does look like a lot of fun right now. Tell uh, us about your seed, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about where your seed's going to. Yeah, this is a lifelike simulation of how I just spread my seed around. Just, just tumble around the world. Tumble, tumble around. around. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, that's that's what that's is. Um <laughs> <laughs> Title of the episode, right there. <laughs> That's what that is. <laughs> um, and then last but certainly not least, uh, Prey is coming out May 5th for PS4, Xbox, and PC. Um, that is the new game coming from Bethesda. Well, published by Bethesda, but um, developed by uh, those fucking guys who did that one other game from Bethesda um Dishonored I think it was that team is it that team I can't remember if it's the team from Dishonored yep. that sounds right um <clears throat> but that looks cool has nothing to do with the first prey did you guys ever play the first prey on I the did was I it the did. original Xbox was it that long ago it was I think it was Xbox 360 so it, it was, was one of the first games really Xbox early 360. 360 yeah yeah has nothing to do with it at <laughs> all but um it's, it's awesome. using it's using the name um, it's got still, like, that spacey theme to it. It's gonna be kind of like a Metroidvania, like, semi-open world, so you can traverse this space station while, you know, fighting aliens, and a lot of the time you're gonna want to dodge them. You're not gonna want to fight them directly, from what I've seen. I've been trying really hard to avoid videos of this, to avoid anything of it, so I'm super excited for it, but it sounds great, and... That comes out May 5th. So, more great games this year. Okay, Corey, thank you so much for that. You're God, weird. you're beautiful. You're the welcome. way your shoulders roll when you dance. I love it. <laughs> that's that's all I got, too. That's all I got. It's all in the shoulders. <laughs> it's just Heading the shoulders. Heading up to the club, gonna roll my shoulders. Roll my <laughs> yeah. shoulders. All right, gentlemen. Are you ready? I mm -hmm. found the best current event. Oh, today. please. Especially for right now, for Corey. Okay. Are we ready? <laughs> <laughs> current event. Patrick, the beloved 32-year-old virgin wombat, has died. Oh. Oh. Do you guys remember him? No. Nope. No, I don't, but I love that the article added in, like, they just beat him as soon as he's down. By the way, guy never fucked. Yeah, virgin. by the virgin. way. He's a virgin, and he's dead. Way <laughs> to go. Way to go, Patrick. Oh, man. Okay, so basically what this is, um, is uh, this gentleman, this fantastic wombat gentleman, was uh, in one of the zoos over in Australia, and he'd been known throughout the country for so long, obviously, he ended up being 32 years old. Uh, and just kind of, it's, it's, it was basically be like if Shamu had died. I, I, I don't know why Australia's equivalent of a killer whale is a wombat, but that's what I'm going with for right now. Shamu uh, probably at least fucked once or twice. Oh, he got down. Yeah. He got down. We know how big that dick is. Whale dick. Got that whale dick. <laughs> He's got, yeah. It's he's a got killer that dork. Dick. He's got that dork. 
That's what that they call dork. Dick. Oh, that is, yep. They yep. actually took out the I and the C, and they're like, we can't even deal with these letters. We need an O and an R. Yeah. I remember fourth it, grade. D, or you're getting killed by the D. Anyway, uh, so they uh, one of his uh, zookeepers actually ended up making him a Tinder profile. Oh. Made him, made him the Wombassador for the park. Huh? Huh? Good. I'm glad that you didn't laugh, That's, and also you didn't laugh. I, you got a nod of approval, though. <laughs> I'll take it. I will take it. Uh, but the thing that made this article stand out to me is aside from the fact that they named him a virgin, they were also talking about they've tried to release this wombat back into the wild so many times over the past three decades. Every single time they would find Patrick again, they would just find him getting the shit beaten out of him by <laughs> other wombats. So I'm like, the dude, way too old, n- can't have sex, won't have sex. Just, just no can't one fuck. wants to fuck him. And just people beat the shit out of him. This actually made me write this down. I was like, basically, it's just taking a giant dork and putting him in captivity just to protect him from the outside world. Like, we're going to take all the dorks and nerds and put them in jail just so they're protected. But also, what's a wombat? What's oh. a... What, what, what is that thing? It's like, it kind of looks like a beaver. Yeah, it looks like a big old a big old beaver. Yeah, like a big like fat a beaver. Beaver. Can you see it? The yeah, it just looks like a mound of hair. That's pretty I can't much what it is. Tell what that Oh, that's a person holding it. Okay. <laughs> no, the wombat's holding the person. This <laughs> is a better big. one with him in a, a wheelbarrow. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it looks like like a really in its natural it habitat, like a beaver. <laughs> it's natural. <laughs> looks habitat. like looks like a cattle barrel. <laughs> Let's just keep giving Corey terrible animals. Yeah, that he like, has no idea what. Kind of looks like a giraffe, but it's without like the long a... neck. Yeah, but without yeah. the neck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So yes, so this stupid mound of hair that never fucked, never wanted to proliferate its species, died. Hmm. Now it's dead. That's what happens when you die, kids. They felt you it necessary dead. to say that he was a virgin, though. Like, Insanely. Like, <clears throat> of the adjectives that they named off of for him, let's see. Patrick, noun, beloved, 32-year-old, virgin, wombat. They had to say virgin. He also loved World of Warcraft. And... <laughs> He was actually just floating in the wheelbarrow when it was filled with Mountain Dew. Did that, That's uh, how they found him. That, <laughs> yeah. that photo of that wombat, was, there a, was he wearing a fedora? He was definitely wearing a fedora, <laughs> yeah. and I'm pretty sure he was vaping. This is, yeah. the first, this is actually the first thing to die on planet Earth from vaping. Oh. They, they actually said that in the article. <laughs> was that in the, the new season of planet Earth, the new movie? Of- <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> just... <laughs> No, it's in that documentary, Westworld. That's right. Yeah. They they have to bring back all the wombats because they ended up dying from just being just being virgins. They're just like, we don't want to fuck. We have way too much uh wow. We Call have, them wombots. We have way too much time to just to just sit back and vape. <laughs> yeah. By the way, the the name <clears throat> Womb is right in the fucking title of the animal. And it didn't want to fuck. Anyway, let's go on to something else. Yeah. Guess what? 
Guess what? It's time to yell, Corey. Uh, pop quiz? Yep, there it is. Pop quiz, hot shot. There we go. Okay. So this one, how were we going to do this one? Because we all, did we all come up with questions? Did, because I I think, because I was like, hey, Red, this is going to be you doing this. And then I still wrote down questions last minute. Um, because of course we are today, which we haven't mentioned, it is a Tuesday we were recording this. And last week we're like, hey, we're going to start posting this thing on Tuesday. Psych. Oh, oh, you thought we were going to zig, but we zagged. Oh, okay. Um, so pop quiz. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is so good. Okay. So, uh, I have come up with a question. Red, you have also come up with a question. And you can have one question, Corey. Okay. Okay. So, uh, everybody take your dicks out, and whoever's is covered with more hair goes first. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, on the dick itself? Yeah, on the actual (laughs) dick. I hope we all lose. By the way, is this your night off? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I have a couple of nights what? off. What? No way. There's no way that this is your night off and you don't have to work tomorrow. Yeah. Anyway, this reminds me of actually my first question I want to ask All to right. everybody. Are we ready? <laughs> <laughs> Just the way that you look up at yourself. I love it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number one for the pop quiz. If you could give Corey any disease, what would it be and why? Oh, are you asking me this? Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> uh, something that'll kill me real quick. <laughs> so he's going with SIDS. He's 20. With SIDS. You get 20 points right away. Sudden infant death syndrome. Yes. Let's go with Get SIDS. Sid. <laughs> Just rolling over and sleeping on your tummy was too much for you. <laughs> we kill a baby every episode. This time it was gory. <laughs> oh, yes. That is the... Oh. Christ Almighty! Oh yeah, twenty points for both of you. On that. <laughs> my God! Oh, that's great. Uh, I like that score. Uh, mine is a uh, which fast food mascots would make for the best rap beef? Not a pun intended. Oh my oh, God! <laughs> um. Uh. And uh, so I didn't finish up. They have to eventually. One of them kills the other one via <laughs> Tupac and Biggie. I, I was Tupac actually, and Biggie. Yeah, that, but. Use other guys. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna go with. Um, Who's the the purple guy from McDonald's? Grimace. Fuck you, Corey. <laughs> I thought of it first, and I also said the name first, so I'm also going with Grimace. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he loves it when you call him Big Papa. That's right. He yeah. is the Biggie Smalls the Biggie of Smalls. the corporate mascot world. <laughs> uh, were you really and, going that same direction? Yes. Yes, <laughs> I was. Because it. what? It's the best mascot. Because what the fuck is it is it just a, a milkshake it, what it, fucking flavor of milkshake is it what the fuck 
Um, oh my god. Uh, okay, and then also best rap beef. Uh, definitely gonna go with the grimace, and I'm stuck in between the creepy Burger King. <laughs> the Burger King. The Burger King. And also the mascot for Big Boys. I don't know why, but I feel like he has like a good groove. Big Boys, him, you know? Yeah, yeah. Big Boy restaurants with the wearing the checkered pants. Look, he's got the he's got the flair. He's got the style. You see his hair. And um, there, you know, there could be another fucking uh, Austin Powers. So you know, boom. Mar- it's coming back. This is the '90s that we are living through again. Marketing. Marketing. Okay. okay. Well, you kind of took grimace. From me, <laughs> I did because I thought of it first. So anyway. I'm I'm gonna say the uh, Taco Bell dog. Okay. And and um. Fuck. Just one of the Del Taco tacos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what even does Del Taco have? What do they What do they have? Just hope and a prayer. Know. The Pretty star- much. The Starbucks uh, mermaid could, you know, scald you. Yeah. Scald yeah. you on the street. You know what? Corner. I'm actually going to go back because I'm now thinking of better rat beefs and also Corey's wasted. So I'm going to go back and do mine again. <laughs> and you can have Grimace or whatever. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, I'm going to do I'm gonna do Ronald McDonald and Jack from Jack in the Box. That's I think it. that that would be a way Jack better. Jack would be good. Beef. Earth would go hard. Right? Jack would be he's, good. Because he's like... He he has the stoner market already lined up. You know, they come I'd... through the drive-through to get the night meals, and then Ronald McDonald. He's like, "Hey, I'm the I'm the happy face of the world, but I have this evil side to me." So he's like the Puff Daddy, P Diddy, okay, okay, of the rap world, he's, he's the... or like, and then uh, Jack in the Box would be, uh, I don't know, like Snoop Dogg. Would Jack be Snoop Dogg? I feel like Colonel Sanders would be Shook Knight. You are absolutely fucking right. <laughs> just brutal. Just like, and he would never smile. He would just have, be a very, and he'd be played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Holy shit, Rob Lowe is now the fucking colonel on the commercials. They keep changing it. They I know. Keep, they I change hope it every it couple months. Is Leonardo DiCaprio next? Oh my god, just, and he just. <laughs> Is his character from he, Django? No, he yeah, talks to this terrible. Please, I just I, want it to be a scene out of Django. This the same scene where he breaks <laughs> the glass with his hand and he smears the blood across her face. <laughs> There's a new secret recipe, AFC. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Uh, I don't uh, even. You you answered enough for me. I, the closest I answered, you get all the I know a lot of you, He mascots. gets twenty. He gets forty points. He gets both <laughs> Thank twenty you. points. Thank you. I'll take that. All right, I will take Corey, that. Corey, Corey, what's your question? Um, James Vanderbeek, Werner Herzog, and Diane Keaton. What are the? Which ones are superheroes and which <laughs> ones are villains and what are their powers? <laughs> I hope you get alcohol poisoning. God, I hope this is this with is every fiber work. of my being that they have to pump your fucking stomach tonight. So uh, let me let me read. So the dude that. from Dawson's Creek. No, you don't. No, 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 no. no. I I got it. Uh, we 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 all got it, Corey. It's 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 okay. Actually, what was the last person? <laughs> Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton. Okay. Uh, Diane Keaton obviously has the power of a G-MILF. Okay. Um, 
James Vanderbeek, he's clearly the Captain America of the group, but I want him to be like a villain. Yeah. So um, he has magic lake powers. Okay. No one can come and get him when he casts his lake. He's just standing in, in a lake. the boat all over again in a lake, and that's his power. <laughs> he can actually stand up on a boat. That's his power. He can stand But it's very on a boat. evil. Okay. But it's very evil. Uh, and uh, my brain refuses to let me remember any people from this question. Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog. Oh, Werner Herzog's the voice of God. So he can <laughs> is he's both good and evil. So there you go. Okay. He's both a villain and a hero. So he's. Just... I say there. Are... Okay. No, no, no. Go, please. I, I'm going to go ahead and say that, that my answer is that they are the Ginyu Force. That's the end. Like, oh my God! Like the, just the... pose. <laughs> yes. Okay. And Werner Herzog is the definitely the front man. Okay. Definitely the front. Okay. Man. Well, yeah. Red okay. Red so... gets gets twenty for that, and uh, Brandon um, gets eighteen. Were you keeping he score? Still wins. <laughs> he still wins by a lot. Yeah, he probably uh, does because yeah. so he, he got see. twenty twice. <laughs> 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 no, you got twenty three times actually. So yeah, I I, I, uh, <laughs> I did. Um, so now I have. So now I have fifty eight points. Uh, Corey, <laughs> let me correct my score. For bringing the negatives for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, no, I won. Okay. I, I'll live with it. I can live with that. <laughs> that was the pop quiz. You're was welcome. It? You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and next up, uh, we got... Corey, yes. Everything. Game. Music. Movie news. Yeah. Go. Yeah, except there is, there is no music or movie news. I, don't, I didn't look that far into it. But we do got some game news here. Uh, Call of Duty World War II was confirmed. Um, apparently there's going to be a full trailer reveal, uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, the 26th. So probably the day this airs, maybe if I edit this in time, um, just fucking <clears throat> pump that well until it runs dry. That's all I have to say. But yeah, they should, they should just give up world yeah. war two again. Uh, yeah. World war two. I mean, they, they probably started working on this like right after Battlefield 1 was being worked on. So, I mean, I don't know if it's a coincidence that this happened or if it was just, like, they heard rumors that Battlefield was doing Battlefield 1 and they were like, oh, shit, we gotta, we gotta hop on that train, get back. But we can't, we can't copy and do World War 1. We gotta... They should just keep going backwards. They should do, like, World War 1, <clears throat> Spanish-American War, Civil War. I want the fucking War of 1812... I want Revolutionary War. Yeah, why don't we have want... Revolutionary War? That would be awesome. Hey, by the way, I'm from America, so I don't know any wars uh, uh, after uh, the Revolutionary War. Oh, French and Indian Wars. I would just keep going. Just keep going yeah. until the, everyone's dead throughout history. Those... I, I bet I, I, I think they could fix it. And then I'm going to outdate myself. I bet they're going to put dinosaurs in it. In World War II? Yeah, they're like, what if the, it said World War II and the box cover was just them flipping you off with both hands? They're <laughs> like, you, you said we couldn't the do two. it. <laughs> and you opened it up and it was just a remastered edition of Turok 2. <laughs> yes. It's not even a remastered edition, it's just it's the just fucking Turok cartridge. They, they give you the cartridge <laughs> inside there. <laughs> There's no disc. 
You have to go dig up a goddamn Nintendo 64 in order to play this fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, remember when this was the best game, huh? Remember that? <laughs> remember what you guys like? Remember when things? Remember oh when we made World War Two games? Oh, fuck. as they as they slink back into the alley with your money, <laughs> <laughs> just like into the darkness. Oh, oh my, my god. god. All right. Uh, also, uh, StarCraft is free now. You can pick up the original game along with its uh, Brood War expansion pack. Um, this is from Blizzard celebrating their upcoming remastered edition of the title with uh, by making this free, and then they're also um, giving this game a new patch that has like some some slight ease of access uses. So like you can play it in windowed mode. It's got certain little things for competitive mode where it makes things a little more convenient for you. But anyways, they, they patched it. So it runs a little better and, uh, and it's free. So I downloaded it and I started playing it and it's, um, it's Starcraft. It's fun. It was a good game. It still holds up. How, it's how a, many Korean mistresses have you met? I refused to play online because it's going to just make <laughs> me mad. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's free. Go pick it up if you like StarCraft. It might as well. Um, it's a very small game too. It took me like five seconds to download. It's super small. But um, and then also the SNES Classic may already be in production. We kind of talked hmm. about this last time. How that was probably maybe one of the reasons they pulled the NES classic from development. Um, and I guess this this news is coming by way of Eurogamer, who they have a cl source close to Nintendo that's saying that the SNES classic is already in production. Um, saying that it's slated for a, um, a December release of 2017. So... Take that with a grain of salt, but I mean, it seems like they got a lot of information on this, and it's probably a thing. I imagine it will be a thing. Nintendo wants to make some money, and they're probably gonna fuck everybody again by mm -hmm. not releasing nearly enough. So. <laughs> yep. That's exciting. And last, but certainly not least, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite launches September 19th on PlayStation 4, Windows PC, and Xbox One. Hmm. Um, have either of you watched the trailer that they released? It was like a story trailer. Yeah, I was actually very excited. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It, uh, it oh, looks... that, is a, that is a nice turnaround from yeah, what we heard right. well, originally. Because they, they showed off some of the characters, and they look like the character, like they had Thor from the last, like, he looks like the Marvel vs. Capcom Thor, like, it looks like they're, I don't know, I was excited because it looked like they went really in-depth with the story, which would be really fun, because that was the only yeah. thing missing from Marvel vs. Capcom 3. It looked like there was a big story that they just didn't do. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, I'm excited actually now. Yeah, it actually looks like there's going to be some kind of interesting story to it, and um, the only thing I'm a little bummed out about is it looks slightly less comic booky, you know? like Like, they're kind of... Like, you know how um, Injustice, you know, the DC fighting game, they, they, they're going more, like, high graphic fidelity, you know, like, very realistic looking. It kind of looks like this is in between. Like, like they want to kind of do that, but at the same time, they're like, oh, but yeah, comic book. So it's, it kind of feels a little, like, lost in between. 
So I, I hope that when it's all done and said for, that it is it still plays like you would expect a Marvel vs. Capcom game to play. But, um, yeah. yeah. Looks cool. <clears throat> Excellent. And that's it for the news for me, for uh, game news. Was there anything you guys wanted to bring up? Say? I hadn't really heard about music. Anything. Yeah. Not I don't a whole know, lot. Nothing. No, just keep thing. listening to Kendrick over and over again. Oh, just keep over and over. Just keep doing it. Oh, well, Corey, <clears throat> let's uh, let's help you out here. Let's make sure you stop talking for a little bit. Um, Please, for the love of God. Let's head over to the book nook. All right, gentlemen. So today we got a new one. Ah, I'm so excited for this. This is called <laughs> The Definitive Guide to Stuff White People Like by Christian Lander. Oh, that's the whitest name you know. Yeah, right? And he knows, obviously, from experience. Mm -hmm. So, Corey, here's how we're going to do this one today. Okay. Uh, basically, sectioned off by number throughout the book. Um, so here's what I'd like for you to do. Pick a number between 1 and 150. 73. Wrong. Oh, shit. Yeah. No. Sorry, you're white. <laughs> yeah. That's all it says. I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry, sorry, you're white. <laughs> this is the whitest Us. number you could have picked. That It, it really is. Gentrification. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. In general, white people love situations where they can't lose. While this is already true for most of their lives, perhaps the safest bet a white person can make is to buy a house in an up-and-coming neighborhood. White people like to live in these neighborhoods because they get credibility and respect from other white people for living in a more authentic neighborhood where they are exposed to true culture every day. So whenever their friends mention their homes in the suburbs or wealthier urban areas, these people can say, oh, it's so boring out there, so fake. In our neighborhood, things are just more real. This superiority is important as white people jockey for position in their circle of friends. They are like modern-day Lewises and Clarks, except that instead of searching for the ocean, they are searching for old houses to renovate. In a few years, if more white people start moving in, these initial trailblazers, trailblazers will sell their property for triple what they paid and move into an ultra-modern home. Credibility or money. Either way, they can't lose. When one of these white people tells you where they live, you should say, Whoa, it's pretty rough down there. I don't think I could live there. This will make them feel even better about their credibility <laughs> and status as neighborhood pioneers. <laughs> nice. Okay. All right, Red, pick a number between 1 and 150. 11. Teen. 11. Teen. One teen. One teen. One teen. The government <laughs> came up with this bullshit. Asian girls. Ha! <laughs> Go get Anna oh, back great. in the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. 95% <clears throat> of white males have, at one point in their lives, experienced yellow fever. Many factors have contributed to this phenomenon, such as guilt from head taxes, internment camps, dropping the nuclear bomb, and the Vietnam War. This exchange works both ways, as Asian girls have a tendency to go for white guys. White girls never go for Asian guys. Bruce Lee and Paul Correa's dad are the only, only recorded instances in modern history. 
Asian girls often do this to get back at their strict traditional fathers. There is also the option of dating black guys, but they know deep down that this would give their non-English speaking grandmothers a heart attack. <laughs> White men love Asian women so much that they will go to extremes like stating that Sandra Oh is sexy, teaching English in Asia, <laughs> playing in a co-ed volleyball league, or attending institutions such as UBC, dubbed University of a Billion Chinese, or UCLA, <laughs> University of Caucasians Living Among Asians. <laughs> Another factor that draws white guys to Asian women is that white women are jealous of them. Take, for instance, the fact that Asian women, well into their 30s and 40s, retain teen or college girl looks without the help of Botox, yoga, or a trendy diet. Asian women also avoid key white women characteristics such as having a midlife crisis, divorce, and hobbies that don't involve taking care of the children. When white guy and Asian girl marry, they produce hybrids that are aesthetically pleasing but often very annoying. <laughs> Do you guys know a couple just from that laugh? Okay. This practice is also a means by which white people can catch up to the Asian people in the population race as the hybrids often act white rather than Asian. Last but not least. Okay, Corey, you pick one more, and then I'll just pick one at random. Okay. Go ahead. Um... 123. Okay. 123. Let's see what we have. Dave Chappelle. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. Let's get into it. <clears throat> Sitting next to the Michelle Gondry collection on the DVD shelf of white people is Chappelle's show, seasons one and two. Though Chappelle had been very popular with white people prior to getting his own show, ask a white person if they've seen Half-Baked. When he was given a <laughs> weekly sketch show on Comedy Central, it propelled him from preferred comic to true white comedic hero, joining 80s Eddie Murphy, early 90s Martin Lawrence, and late 90s Chris Rock. Though Dave Chappelle is popular with all kinds of people, the way that he is popular with white people might be different from what you would expect. For one, you have to be careful about which sketch you list as your favorite, as some have fallen out of favor. When it was first shown, all white people laughed very hard at the whole Rick James bit, but within a month, it had been strongly co-opted by this wrong kind of white people who started saying, I'm Rick James, bitch, in the same way that they used to say, yeah, baby, after watching Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah. So to quote that sketch will likely identify you as someone who lives on the wrong side of good taste. <clears throat> When the topic of Dave Chappelle comes up, it is recommended that you mention the show only sparingly. Instead, you should mention how much you loved his many stand-up specials. This will not only give the white person a chance to repeat some jokes to show their comedic timing, but it will allow them to tell you how they were really into Dave Chappelle's comedy before the show. Since you have mentioned the comedy, specials, comedy specials, they will recognize you as someone who likes things before everyone else. Quite the enviable position indeed. <laughs> if you are attempting to move your friendship with a white person to the next level, either socially or romantically, it is a good idea to invite them to your house to watch something featuring Dave Chappelle and smoke marijuana. This combination is irresistible to white people. <laughs> and just off the top of my head, let's go 25. Last one. 
<laughs> Netflix. Veganism, vegetarianism, marijuana, snowboarding, Wrigley Field, not having a TV, 80s night, Manhattan, and now Brooklyn, too. Marathons, 25, uh, 25 David Sedaris. David S- you guys know David Sedaris? The talk show? I know no, it's the name. author. It's okay. the author. Oh, who, yes. Um, oh, yeah, yes. He has all I love the different that guy. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head. Um, he's the one who has the... Uh, Fuck, what's the one about owls? Yeah, I have that book. Oh, Diabetic Owls? Yeah. Yeah, let's explore diabetes with owls. Owls, there we go. Yes, yeah. So, <laughs> here, here, here we go. Last one, gentlemen. By the way, throw in your own whiteness here at any point in time as I'm talking, please. <laughs> just, just go, yeah. I've already thrown in like a gratuitous amount of whiteness this entire episode. Here, <laughs> <laughs> here. How appropriate, how appropriate to read this book. <laughs> David Sedaris, for many of you, this item will be confusing, as you'll be wondering who exactly this David Sedaris is. He is a humorist who writes for The New Yorker and has several books, including Barrel Fever and Holidays on Ice. His stuff is kind of funny, but white people go crazy and will pay hundreds of dollars to hear him read from his own book. Let me say that again. They will pay money to see someone read from a book they have already read. <laughs> They know the jokes are coming. They know the punchlines, but they feel the need to hear the author actually say them. White people universally love David Sedaris, so if they ever ask you, who are your favorite authors, you should always reply, David Sedaris. They will instantly launch into, but just like fucking Corey just did. Holy (laughs) shit. Let me read just this part. They will instantly launch into a story about how much they love his work, and the conversation will go from there. Of course, I didn't let it go from there. But and, and you won't have to talk about books anymore. This is also safer than saying Jonathan Franzen, David Eggers, or Shakespeare. White people are very divided on these authors and might actually ask you questions about why you like them. Stick with David Sedaris and you can't lose. <laughs> if, they, if they do press you, just say, I read a lot and I never laugh out loud when I read, but Sedaris is just brilliant. <laughs> this advice will make white people respect you, trust you, and be more willing to invite you to their parties. That is fantastic. That is David Sedaris. That's the best thing to say <laughs> vaguely about his books. <laughs> that's, that's perfect. Oh, my God. All right, gentlemen. Well, that was the book nook. I think I definitely want to bring that one back. Yeah, that, was a, time. that was a good book nook. That, that was good really advice. Good. This is a very good that book, was, That's good this advice for, for, books. for people. <clears throat> Insanely white people. All right, gentlemen. Corey, what do you want to do? Um, you want to well, go to the rec room? What yeah, let's wrap it up, get into the rec room. Um, what do we have to recommend, peoples? Ah, from... Uh, Last night, uh, <laughs> Big Baby Dram Cute. That's the newest thing I've seen that I was sort of kind of like... What was it? Holy shit. Big Baby Dram Cute. Baby Dram? Cute. Big Baby Dram is the name of the artist. Cute is the name of the song. And it's just ridiculous. It's a goofy... Like, you see this hard-ass motherfucker coming along with... Well, he looks goofy, but... You know, just giant fucking dreadlocks and, you know, just walking along. And the beat of the song is just very nice and light. So you see this dude just Mm -hmm. walking along. And eventually he ends up walking into this store and he finds a puppet of himself. 
and they just cruise around the whole music video uh, just hitting on chicks, and then they also end up meeting with, I think it's his girlfriend at the time, but it's, she also has a puppet. Just go watch it. Okay. It's cute. It's cute. It's cute. It's pretty cute. It's cute, bitches. It's cute. Okay. Um, I actually found a really, very, really interesting band. I don't know what to say. They're called Shrezzers. Oh. That's S-H-R-E-Z-Z-E-R-S. Shrezzers. And huh. their logo looks like the Brazzers logo. Oh, my God. And um, the video I would recommend is called Mystery. And in the video, they have this really gorgeous girl put on headphones and then simulate the fact that she's really turned on by the music she's hearing. But this band is playing very, um, it, it's hard to describe. It goes in and it's out of a really bunch of different genres. And at yeah. one point, they have a saxophonist come in and slay. Fucking shreds. He, like, <laughs> battles the guitarist, and they just... This whole song is just virtuoso stuff. All these guitarists are ridiculous. And then they have oh. some... Just in the middle of the song, a freaking... Yeah, and that's when she comes to completion. Oh, so she there comes to completion. But all their videos are kind of interesting in that vein. Lots of uh, nudity, lots of that kind of stuff. Looks like they are headed for the, the Pornhub crowd. I wonder if they're on Pornhub records. <laughs> lots of... Lots of tall tees. Pornhub records. <laughs> Shrezer. I'm going to have to look that up. Shrezer. And also, you laugh, but there is a Pornhub records. There's is there really? Pornhub records. Yeah. Yes. They have a record label? Coolio. What kind of music do they make? Coolio. Coolio is on Pornhub, Pornhub records. Coolio. <laughs> okay. Um, I recommend a book that I've been reading, um, Console Wars. Have you guys read that book, or you probably at no. least heard of it? Really good it. book. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's it's good. It's about basically just when Nintendo was in its prime, bringing back the video game industry, um, and they had all these like ridiculously like strict rules in place to make games for Nintendo, and then Sega is like the underdog in this, trying to come back and build up their like, who they are as a company, and they're developing Sonic, you know, to compete with Mario, and, um, it's a really interesting story. It's, it's factual, but it, they write it, like, as if it's, um, like, it's a fiction, you know? So, I mean, there's, like, there's actual story to it. It, it takes place around one specific character, and there's dialogue. I don't know, it's really interesting. It's really well done. Um, and then it's also got a funny forward by seth rogan and evan goldberg where they go on oh, kind nice. of like awesome. a little rant at the very beginning of it just kind of talking about how they they started playing video games and stuff like that um so that was good too but and apparently this is supposed to be a movie soon um but it's been they've been working on it forever i don't even i don't think it's out yet um but yeah console wars it's a really good book if you're interested in video games in that era i've I, it's fascinating, really. So, about halfway really done. Cool, yeah. yeah, I'm about halfway done with it. It it kind of, I mean, it, it's kind of making me hate Nintendo, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Join um, the crowd. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, it's making them out to be this really big bad guy right now because it's it's taking place from the perspective of Sega. Um, so, ah. Um, oh. Yeah. So I'm, um, <clears throat> I'm curious to see how they kind of turn it and incorporate Nintendo more. 
if they try to make it more neutral instead of just slanted that way, but I don't know. We'll see. But yeah. And That's a good way to end it. Yeah. And that was uh that was the podcast. Was it? That was I, an episode of something. That was, was an episode. It was. We got to think of a way to kind of bridge the gap in between the rec room and the outro. <laughs> I think we need like a really good soundbite, like like murder she wrote. There. <laughs> and, that was, and that's all yourselves. she wrote. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's this TV show. Kids are into it these days. It's yeah. really good. Super into it. They're gonna love it. Uh, can can we just do the outro here? Like, should we all just do the outro here so I don't have to record it later and it'd be all weird? Yeah, why don't why don't, why isn't this just the outro? Yeah, why don't you guys say something in the outro for once? You know, I'm sure the our listeners would love to hear you say goodbye. Say goodbye. Would they? Would I think they I think we should just listen to two minutes of your dog trembling into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> just, tr- just, oh, just I don't look behind trembling. me. Just like was he there? <laughs> <laughs> He's just behind you going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, thank you for listening. This was Talk Good. We're not another critic.com podcast. You can catch us every week, either Tuesdays. Sometimes we're probably going to post it Wednesday uh, this week. Uh, most of the time we've been posting Thursday. We wanted to start posting on Tuesdays, but you know, shit happens. Red's got music videos to record, and then me and Brandon, we're. We don't have very very much interesting things to do aside from trying not to get our dick sucked by homeless people. But um, yep. Thanks for that listening. Sounded interesting, right? <laughs> that's, that was that's very interesting. I think. Okay, well, I mean, I I'm not trying to get I'm not getting my dick sucked by homeless people. No, but no homeless person's offered me that, so my life is even more boring than that, than that. <laughs> Can this be the episode title? Can just the entire outro <laughs> be the episode title? It's just how would you label that? Corey jealous of Brandon getting <laughs> It's gonna read it's gonna read like a headline like from the nineteen forties. It's gonna be like Newsflash! Corey is a he never has been excited about getting his dick sucked by a homeless person. <laughs> Corey wishes he could have denied a homeless person a good dick sucking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, you can follow us all on Twitter. I'm at Borycoust. Brandon is at hello Mr. Door. Red is at Red the Shred. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash not another critic. You can follow the podcast on Twitter. We don't really post on Twitter at all hardly ever, but you can still follow us there if you want to. That's at TalkGoodCast. Um We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play, Stitcher, just about anywhere you find your podcast, you can find this one. Like, share, subscribe. Thank you for listening and talk good. You talk well.